Is your faith unshakable? Is it immovable? Are you like a rock when it comes to your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ? This is episode number 33 of the Another Chance Daily Devotional. In episode number 32, we set this one up. We talked about the resurrection of Jesus from the grave. It provides a foundation for us to be unshakable. So let's talk about that in this particular edition of the Another Chance Daily Devotional. I'm Brian Sussman. I am really excited about this edition of the Another Chance Daily Devotional. So once again, thank you for being here. This began with my contemplating a few days ago, the whole concept of being steadfast, being immovable or unmovable, if you will, when it comes to our faith. And I was drawn to a passage from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58, which says, Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. There is a dear friend who I study with on a regular basis. His name is Jeff Langscove. In fact, if you'll just dial back a little bit in these Another Chance podcasts, he's there talking about his faith. That's entitled Episode 8, Finding Peace in Joy During a Time of Great Trial. That's my friend Jeff Langscove. He's a wonderful Bible scholar, and his testimony is pretty darn incredible. So if you haven't listened to podcast number eight, please take a listen when this is concluded. Anyway, something I learned from Jeff as a Bible scholar. Whenever a scripture verse starts with, therefore, you'd probably better not just pick it up from there. You really need to go back and see what the therefore is there for. In this particular case, it's the Apostle Paul talking to the Corinthians in this letter. It's chapter 15 once again. And just a few verses before, Paul is talking about the resurrection. You see, anybody can come along and claim their Messiah. In fact, in Paul's day and prior to Paul's day, there were many who came through Jerusalem saying, I'm the Messiah. And they may have had some wonderful teachings, and they may have had some wonderful things that they they did along the way, but there was only one person who not only knew the Torah back and forth, but he wrote the Torah. (laughs) And he was died, he died a sacrificial death on the cross for our sins. Now, again, anyone could get hung up on a cross, I suppose, and claim it was for the sins of many. But there's only one guy who died on that cross for our sins and then was buried in a tomb and was resurrected from the grave. And a whole lot of people saw him after he rose from the dead. And there were a whole lot of people there when he ascended back into heaven. See, that's, that's the cutting edge. That's the foundation of our faith. So when we understand the truth in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, Jesus the Messiah, you have a faith 
that is steadfast and immovable. Paul was encouraging the Corinthian church in this particular passage from 1 Corinthians 15 to remain faithful to everything that he had taught them. And Paul also addresses those who had fallen away from his original teaching on the resurrection. They decided to embrace heresy, and they were introducing destructive ideas that were contrary to the good news. And so in this portion of his letter to the Corinthians, Paul restates the truth of Jesus and his death for sin and his bodily resurrection, and then says, remain strong, be steadfast, be immovable, and always abound in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain. Being steadfast and immovable is being spiritually grounded. This is the, if you're that person or you want to be that kind of person, then you're going to be the type of person that Paul refers to in his book to the Ephesians, chapter 4, verse 14. He says, We do this because we no longer want to be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine and human cunning by craftiness and deceitful schemes. You know, to this day, there are so many people who have a crafty comeback for anything having to do with Jesus. I live out here in California, and not just in California, because there are some wonderfully, uh, (laughs) there are some wonderful parts of California where people seem to have their head on a little more straight than the part that I live. That's San Francisco. There are, there are so many cults and there are so many isms in the San Francisco Bay Area. It's incredible. Uh, we have a, a dear friend who recently, who was uh, a, a very, it seemed to be a steadfast Christian for many, many years. And she got hooked up with a person who teaches heresy. And recently, she told a friend of ours that she thought the whole idea of communion, eating the bread, which was his body, and drinking the blood, she thought that was gross, crazy, sickening, or something along those lines. But that's just how the devil operates. He is the best liar everywhere. You have to understand, Satan is more intelligent than any human being. And his whole game from the very beginning has been crafty lies. He was the master of rhetoric. He was the (laughs) the master of propaganda. He was the master of what Karl Marx would refer to as dialectics. And this is what he did in the Garden of Eden with with Eve and Adam. We need to be steadfast, friends. We need to be unmovable. Now, how do you get there? It's by knowing his word, reading his word, becoming immersed in his word, having fellowship with, with friends who understand his word, and even listening to Christian music that is rooted in the word of God. 
In fact, an unmovable person can hear false teaching and engage doubters and defend the truth without it shaking his or her own faith. Now, in his other epistle to Corinth, this would be 2 Corinthians, Paul actually expresses concern for the church by saying in chapter 11, verse 3, are you ready for this? I am afraid that just as Eve was deceived by the serpent's cunning, your minds may somehow be led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to Christ. So I just asked this question, if believers who had actually been personally taught by the Apostle Paul were victims of deception, how much more vulnerable are we? And that's why we need to remember further words from the Scriptures, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, which says this, Be diligent to present yourself approved by God as a workman who does not need to be ashamed, accurately handling the word of truth. So to reemphasize what I just said, to accurately handle the word of truth, as we're told in 2 Timothy chapter 2, or excuse me, yes, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 14, 15, to accurately handle the word of truth, we must not only read the Bible, we must allow it to become a part of us. Its truth should penetrate our hearts and our minds such that it shapes the way we think and it motivates our actions. When we hear error, we should be able to decipher that in a moment because Satan will actually use Scripture for his own purposes, twisting with dialectics to make it sound as though it says something it doesn't say. Oh, he's the master of this. If we've been diligent in our study, if we've been diligent in our meditations, then, friends, we've got the upper hand. It's God's desire that we grow daily in our understanding of Him and our understanding of His Word so that we will remain faithful to the very end. Let me give you a couple scriptures that underscore what I just said. Jesus said this in the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 31. If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. Peter said this in 2 Peter, chapter 1, verse 2. May grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus our Lord. Let's go to 1 John chapter 2, verse 24. Let what you heard from the beginning abide in you. If what you heard from the beginning abides in you, then you too will abide in the Son and in the Father. Let's take a moment to pray. 
Father, we want to be people who abide in you. We want to know your word. We want to know you better. Transform us, God, by, from the, by the renewal of our mind. Transform us by the renewal of our mind. Help us, Lord. Help us. We ask for help to be better students of your word. We ask for help to be more diligent with fellowship, hanging out with people who are like-minded. And Father, we want to take all that we have learned and share it with others so they too may be set free. We pray this in your son's name and may the Holy Spirit fill us to overflowing. Amen. This is the Another Chance Daily Devotional. If you like what you've heard today, please, on whatever platform you may be listening, rate it, give it a thumbs up, give it stars, whatever you can do. Thank you very much for that. And of course, if you like what you've heard today, share it with a friend. Until next time, may God richly bless you. And may God bless the United States of America.